And that had a ripple effect on my, on my professional life as well, because I was like, I started thinking about how like so often we, I'll say we, cause I know I'm not alone on this. We settle for less. We settle for things that we don't deserve. We settle for like mediocre, you know, like, oh, I'm content. This is good. This is nice. This is fine. Like I kind of started to realize when I left my toxic kind of shitty relationship and found something magical in a human and in a partnership, I realized that like so much of life is just that there are choices that we can make and we can change our mind at any time and we can reinvent ourselves and we can make sure that we strive for the best. So when that mentality took over, that's when I started to realize like, maybe I can do that with my career too. And I'm not saying that teaching was not fulfilling. It was, um, but it was a chapter that was kind of coming to an end. I felt like I couldn't really be creative in a typical school setting. I felt like I just wasn't thriving. I was like surviving, I was not thriving. So I decided that like, maybe there was something else, but I didn't know what yet. Hi friends, it's Kayla Moran and welcome back to the Let's Get Candid podcast. How is everybody doing? I hope you guys all had a great weekend and a good start to this week. I can't believe it's already Thursday again. I feel like time is flying by so fast, but also I'm not mad about it because it means I have 21 days left till graduation, which is absolutely insane. I know I say that in every episode now at this point, but it's just truly like it's getting real. Tomorrow is the last day of classes. Tomorrow is my last day of school ever. I just have finals left and then I graduate. And it's just absolutely insane to me that 22 years of my life, my academic career, I was going to say academia, academia, academic career, not really sure. I should probably know that. Um, My academic career is coming to an end. I've been in school for 22 years of my life and I can't believe it's all over. And it just, it doesn't feel real, but also... I know it is and it's just it's like a mind fuck and I've been crying all day I've been super super emotional lately and there's just a lot going on behind the scenes in my personal life I actually I mentioned it in the podcast before but I had a situation with someone here at school it didn't work out and that chapter has officially finally completely 100% come to a close you know, we rekindled things briefly for a little bit and then realized, you know what, we're better off just, we're, we're, we're glad we tried again one last time to make sure this is something that we actually can't do. And I'm just, I'm glad I, I I'm glad we did it, but I feel like I'm, I don't miss him. I'm actually really happy it's over. I'm the happiest I've ever been. I'm so happy to be single and moving back to Miami unencumbered and ready to live my best single life. But I feel like I'm mourning the girl that I used to be, the girl that I was when I came to law school, the girl that I was when I was with him, the girl that I have, you know, just the old me. I feel like I'm truly, I can say now, once I walk across that stage, not only do I graduate from school, I finish school, I'll be a lawyer, but I will also, you know, be closing that chapter of my life. It's like that book is closed and now I can step into my adult life, the me that I was truly always meant to be, the me that I have become. 
in the last few months in the last few years and so I feel like I'm mourning the old me it's like a really weird feeling so yeah my therapist is gonna have a field day with me tomorrow um but I'm just I'm in a really good place I'm the happiest I've ever been but it's just it's definitely like bittersweet and it's very like we're like every time we look at each other like my classmates were like whoa like this is weird like everyone's like having their last week of class last day of classes this week depending on what day they have classes and like we're all just like oh my god it's this is it like it's real like this we're, we're really doing this we did it we did it in a pandemic and all we did it and I just I am truly so proud of myself like I know it's not officially over until July and we take the bar exam and I have two more months of studying after finals but like law school in and of itself is a massive accomplishment and I truly didn't think at times I would make it out so I am taking this as a win and I am celebrating it and I just am so freaking proud of myself and I just yeah I know I'm I've been saying that a lot lately. I'm going to keep saying it over and over because it just really doesn't feel real. But at the same time, so happy that it is so ready to be done. And I love that I get to share that with you. And I love that I've been able to share my growth and healing journey and this law school journey with you guys pretty much the entire last year of law school. But I've been sharing the journey with you guys from the very beginning on my blog and on Instagram. And I just, I feel like I've really come into my own. I've really you know, I discovered who I was, what my passions were, what fulfills me, what sets my soul on fire, what makes me really happy. And I'm leaning into that I'm, I'm doing those things. And that's what this week's episode's about with Emily Padan. And I'm so excited to have her on and share this conversation with you guys. It was truly like a warm hug. It was like catching up with a friend that I've known my entire life, but I had literally never spoken to her other than in the DMs until we jumped on this recording. And I can't wait to meet her. I can't wait to visit her in Montreal, have her come visit me in Florida, travel together one day maybe, like meet up abroad. Like there's just, she is truly such a bright light, such a genuine soul. And I'm so grateful for her and so grateful for this conversation and that I get to have her as a friend and her and her husband are the co-owners of Hinter Company, and I'm going to let her explain all about it because it is absolutely incredible what they do and their efforts with sustainability and climate change and, you know, planet positive, and there's so many amazing things that they're doing, and she is just truly someone I'm so excited to share this conversation with, and this episode, listening back to it while I was editing, it was like actually really perfect timing that this is the episode that goes live this week and with what's going on currently in my life this was recorded back in January and just kind of yeah I just it really it's like it feels really weird I said it last week like it's funny listening back to the episode and knowing where you were at at that point in time during the recording where you're at now and like this one they really just do sync up and I love that and yeah, she shares her story of being a teacher and then deciding this wasn't what she wanted to do anymore and, you know, what she did next. And I won't I won't spill the beans, I'll let her share because it is all so, such a beautiful story. And it, it really just, it gives me hope, as cheesy as it sounds, um, she gives me hope. And, you know, I know that I'm doing the right thing, I'm on the best path for me. And the best is yet to come. 
and I'm really, really excited for this next chapter. I kind of fell off. I haven't been doing it lately. I want to do a quick suck and sweet of the week really fast. So my suck of the week is that it's back to like 50 degrees when it was 80 degrees two days ago and I'm like really annoyed and I know most of them are about weather at this point but it's like I want spring and summer I really thought it was spring and summer already but sweet of the week besides the fact that it's my last week of school ever is that I got another collaboration with Princess Polly and that wouldn't be possible without you guys sharing supporting using my code loving what I share on Instagram. So thank you guys so, so much. It means so much to me that I really get to do what I love and share my life with you guys in all aspects and build a business out of it. And yeah, there's, like I said, there's been a lot going on, but I'm truly the happiest I've ever been, even with all this craziness and I wouldn't change it for the world. And I know Emily can say the same. So without further ado, meet Emily. Emily, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you, Kayla? I'm good. I'm so excited to have you on. So for those of our listeners who don't know who you are, can you introduce yourself a little bit? Absolutely. So firstly, thanks so much for having me on Let's Get Candid. I'm super excited and I'm so happy that we've connected. My name is Emily Padan and how how do I introduce myself? It's a mouthful, I guess. I was a teacher for seven years and uh, so a former teacher turned entrepreneur. I run a couple of things going on. One company, which is essentially a hotel brand called Hinter with my husband, Mauricio, and another company that's kind of like my little baby all on my own, started amidst the pandemic called Bloom Class, which is a virtual education company. I Also, in early 2021, started a podcast called Finding Your Wave. And yeah, I would say like that's the the main, the surface level Emily Bedan. Yeah, you do so many different things. And like Hinter has grown so much in just a few years. You started it in 2019, right? Very recent. Hinter, we started in 2018. Okay. So it's been actually uh, just three years, exactly. That's crazy. Just how much it's grown since. And now you have the live in the studio and you're doing the retreats and I I know you're you had one planned for early this year I don't know if with the pandemic still like literally season three of the pandemic it's still gonna happen but I one day would love to be able to come on one of those retreats they sound so cool so how do I love that you call it season three I I didn't come up with that someone else did but I was like that's literally (laughs) what this is like we're still going and it's funny because that's amazing I started law school in 2019 and then seven months in the pandemic started and I'm graduating in May like right we've been here the whole time and I'm just like this doesn't really feel real but here we are but so how did you go from being a teacher to becoming an entrepreneur? And I know this story has a lot to do with your now husband, now officially husband, you guys did finally get married after a few pauses with COVID. But how did the transition happen? Where did the idea for Hinsert come from? How did it all start? Yeah, okay. So, so many, so many good questions kind of into one. So let me try to like break this down a little bit. So you're totally right. You have that like, so on point, Kayla, that like, it's all intertwined with each other. So let's go back, touch on this high level right now. We can always jump deeper, but the fact that like, let's go back to, it's summer 2017. Emily is a teacher. She just got out, uh, she just broke off an engagement with the wrong person and she doesn't know what she's doing. She's like totally lost. So that Emily 
Then 10 months later, met the love of her life, Mauricio, and things started to fall into place in, in my personal life, of course. And that had a ripple effect on my on my professional life as well, because I was like, I started thinking about how so often we, I'll say we, because I know I'm not alone on this, we settle for less. We settle for things that we don't deserve. We settle for like mediocre, you know, like, oh, I'm content. This is good. This is nice. This is fine. Like I kind of started to realize when I left my toxic kind of shitty relationship, and found something magical in a human and in a partnership, I realized that like so much of life is just that. There are choices that we can make and we can change our mind at any time and we can reinvent ourselves and we can make sure that we strive for the best. So when that mentality took over, that's when I started to realize like maybe I can do that with my career too. And I'm not saying that teaching was not fulfilling, it was. Um, but it was a chapter that was kind of coming to an end. I felt like I couldn't really be creative in a typical school setting. I felt like I just wasn't thriving. I was like surviving. I was not thriving. Yeah. So I decided that like maybe there was something else, but I didn't know what yet. And then um, let's backpedal a little bit before Mauricio met me. He bought a, like a cabin up north about like a 90 minutes from Montreal um, and he bought a cabin. It was a prefab, but he kind of like modified certain things about it to make it more Scandinavian and like bigger windows and like black interiors. He kind of did like, some really cool stuff to it. And it was a personal cabin. And when we met, we would go there every weekend and we spent so much time together. And he had also in tandem um, been speaking to an architect about potentially building a custom build and creating something really special, but he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. So all that to say, after spending a lot of time together up north in nature, unwinding, we decided like this space and potentially that new space that we were creating, maybe it can become a business. Like maybe we could rent it out. Maybe we could, you know, create kind of like a hotel in a sense. And so we did. And I was finishing off a school year. And as I was finishing the school year, I was also helping out with this. And that's when I realized like, oh my God. I love this. Like I'm, I'm teaching in school and my brain is going like, like thinking about ideas for the hotel. And like, that's when I realized like, this is what I want to do. And so, yeah, ever since like basically end of 2018, early 2019, that started. And by the middle of 2018, I, sorry, middle of 2019, I fully left teaching at the end of the school year. And I've been doing this full time. Yeah, I know that was a lot all in one because they're so interconnected. I like how you were able to like give the long, like the short version, but still a long summary of how it all happened. But it just, it goes to, there's so many good things that you said and like about the, like being in school and having so many ideas, that's currently like where I'm at in law school. I'm about to graduate and I started a podcast last year and I was I didn't want to do it. I hadn't been having the idea in my head for a very long time, but I was like, I can't with school and this and the bar exam and like all these different things. Like there's no way it could happen. And I, it literally was keeping me up at night because I knew like something inside of me was telling me like, you need to do this. Like my anxiety was basically like, this is going to make you happy. Like you need to put like some energy into this. And I was just scared. Like the fear of like not knowing what was going to happen and if anyone was going to listen and 
if I could even do it and make it all happen. And I finally made the, the, the leap and I'm the most fulfilled I've ever been having these conversations. And I have so many ideas now constantly, like I'll be in class and I'll literally be like, I could be doing all these other things, but I have so many ideas <laughs> and I'm writing things down and like, it sucks. And I'm not focusing, but I know that there's a bigger purpose. There's more out there for me than being a lawyer. And so it's similar to how you like teaching just wasn't fulfilling you anymore, even though it was what you study and you were passionate about and you love it. And you're still getting to do that now with Bloom, which I want to talk yeah. or Bloom class, which I want to talk about, but you know, it's similar for me. Like I will always be able to have my law degree and use it. And I just want to use it in a different way. And I'm getting to do that in the businesses and the career that I'm getting to build for myself at the company that I work for and on social media, you know, getting to, you know, share my expertise now in the creator economy as it's growing. But yeah, so there's so many, like with Hinter, like it has grown so, so much in such a short amount of time. And now you have the retreats and the yoga studio and all these other community programs that you have going on. So how has Hinter evolved from an idea your husband had having an architect, the two cabins that you had into the hotel brands and the community truly that it is now that you have? Yeah, that's an amazing question. I I love that you focus on community and that's kind of what we have been trying to create, especially I'd say in like the last year or year and a half, or we're going on two years of the pandemic, because I think that pre-pandemic, Hinter, Hinter, well, we just had one cabin um, because Hinter House actually was only built in July, 2020. So if you're looking at Hinter pre-pandemic, we have one cabin, we're renting it out, we're providing a beautiful experience. That's all good and well, but as time went on and as the pandemic hit and we understood the importance of connection, community, wellness, that's when the brand started to grow and evolve. So halfway through 2020, we had Hinter House up and running. So we had two spaces at that point. Um, At this point now, we still have two spaces that are up and running. However, we also have the digital studio. So we've really embraced the idea of like, of wellness and digital wellness, it being not only, you know, pandemic friendly, but also the way the world is going, we're all learning that like so many of us were, were you know, I, I hate the term digital nomad, kind of, I don't know, cheesy, but we're all like flexible to work from anywhere. And if with that comes the lack of consistency with in-person wellness, right? Like if you're two months in Portugal and then a month in Ecuador, and then you know, I, I'm I'm totally projecting. These are places that I've either been recently or are going soon. <laughs> I I don't blame you. I would be dying to go there as well. So it's all good. But yeah, but like you know, I, I can't have a consistent like workout studio at home if I'm never home and I'm working from here and I'm working from there. So we realize the importance of that and wellness holistically, because like Hinter Studio is not just about workouts, but it's also about meditation. It's about cooking. It's about like taking care of your plants, literally everything. And then we also realized that community is super important because Hinter doesn't just embody beautiful spaces. It, it definitely includes beautiful spaces in nature. That's the forefront of like what we create. But the idea behind it is disconnecting from the busy life, reconnecting with yourself and with people who you're close to. So all that to say, um, Hinter really embodies a culture. 
And that's something that we want to share with our community. And we're, we're trying to do that. Absolutely. Like you mentioned, there's some retreats. They're actually on pause right now because of the pandemic. It's just too unpredictable, but hopefully either by end of 2022 or in 2023, we'll have them. Um, but we're creating some really exciting other projects as well. So I'm super excited about it. I'm so excited to continue following along and just, I love the idea. I'm really big on community and I'm something I'm really trying to foster in my own platforms. And why I started the podcast was to be able to inspire and make an impact and grow a community and like help people. And I know that that's something you're very passionate about with Bloom Class and also with Hinter and growing this community that you guys are building. And I just think, you know, that's something I really resonate with and I, I love that. And I want to talk a little bit more about Bloom Class. So you got back to teaching through Bloom Class and how, what is Bloom Class and how, how do you get to still have, like for people, for example, like, you know, teachers with virtual learning, like it got really difficult. Some people got burnt out. They didn't want to do it or you know, people going into teaching in virtual world, like, you know, reality basically is what it is. You know, Bloom Class is a way, is your way of being able to still use your passion for teaching and help people and help children and families, but also, you know, do it in a new way where, where you're able to still do all the things that you want to do outside of that. And you're not just stuck in a classroom anymore, feeling unfulfilled. So how did that really come about? Yeah. So Basically, when I stopped being a teacher in the classroom, I kept some private tutoring students um, to keep going with just in case, you know, like what what if Hinter didn't work or whatever. And I I had some tutoring students already. So I decided like, I'll do that on the side. And then when the pandemic hit in early 2020, I was still tutoring them, but I had to stop and I had to transfer those, you know, tutoring skills into the virtual world. And so I started to learn pretty quickly about like Zoom and um, all the different types of like manipulatives online and things like that. And when that was going on, Hinter was taking like, not a pause, but a little bit of a step back because there were like two months where we were not allowed to run. Um, The government in Quebec like was not allowing hotels or short-term rentals or anything for two or three months. So I had a lot of time and nothing to do. So I started to think like, oh my God, what if, I don't know, what if I can make this like tutoring thing, like a thing? And what if I can like keep my education background running in some sort of way, but on my own terms, right? Because the part of education and teaching that I didn't like was the fact that I felt like I was working for a business. I felt especially working at a private school, I felt like I was like, there was no creativity. It was being cut. Like it was just being like, you know, going through a funnel and by the time it came out or a filter, you know, and by the time it came out, it was like, there was nothing left. So I would submit ideas and it was like micromanaged. And by the time I actually got the approval for it, I'm like, I don't even feel like doing this anymore. You ruined this for me. So um, the fact that I was able to like do something on my own and have my own rules and build my own team and my own values, like we plant trees, just like for Hinter, we plant trees for every booking. Um, For Bloom class, we also plant a tree for every class. And the fact that I was able to like instill sustainability as a value, as one of the main ethos of the company, that is like so unheard of in the education world. At least it was definitely was two years ago. So I was really excited to be able to have like my values at the forefront and let my creativity flow, but also all the teachers working with me. Cause I wasn't going to be like, Oh, well I can be creative, but you can't, you know? So it was really important to me that like everyone felt that. 
Yeah, I love that you mentioned the trees being planted. I wanted to bring that up, but I wanted, since you do it for both companies, I wanted to kind of bring it up together. So, and yeah, and yeah, I don't, I, I haven't heard of anyone else. I mean, I'm not a parent, so I don't know much about, you know, the education space, but I don't think that's something that a lot of companies do. And where did that idea come from of, you know, for Hinter, for every booking, you plant 10 trees and for the class, for Bloom class, for every class, you plant a tree and you give your kids certificates. I did see that you do that. And they're, they're a part of yeah. doing that, the planting the trees and being sustainable. So where did that idea come from? Was that your idea? Was that you and your husband together? So it came from Hinter first and it was, it was actually Mauricio's idea because we were, we had been providing stays for people. We had been providing beautiful experiences for people and we had been preaching sustainability and, you know, like nature, not only sustainability, we had mostly been preaching nature at that point, like stay, you know, be close to nature, enjoy time in nature, just like disconnect and reconnect with the world around you, which is great. It's beautiful. But we thought to ourselves, like, something's missing. Like, we're saying this, but it's really easy to say things. What are you doing? That's a different question. And so he had said, well, wait a minute. Why don't we, like, forget carbon neutral. Forget that initiative. Let's go a step further. Let's be carbon negative. Let's plant more trees than the house ever will take down or you know, any carbon that it will ever use, we want to like exponentially plant more than, uh, so basically being a carbon negative project, which is not something you hear often. You hear a lot about carbon neutral, but you don't hear carbon negative, also known as climate positive, when is when a company gives back more than what it takes. It's not just trying to match the amount that they that they take. So that was his idea and we figured it out. We kind of came up with the formula. We we did some research and we realized that planting 10 trees per booking would like beyond beyond give back more than it takes. So that's what we do which is approximately 1500 trees per year per house. So it's it's pretty significant, you know? It's it's pretty cool. That's and incredible. We're Thank you. Yeah. So like, that's kind of what inspired me a hundred percent what inspired me for bloom class, because I saw how that was working. It was easy. We work with like a company called one tree planted. It was super straightforward. And at the same time, it was like empowering and to others, to the guests and now to bloom class, to the students and the families. And it's also setting an example, you know, it's like sometimes, especially as a company, but also as an individual, if you take a stance and you do something like pretty, what's the word? Like bold you know you know in, in a good way I think people pay attention and they start to want to do the same thing which is like really really uh humbling to see that people want to start doing more for the planet yeah I think that's so cool and yeah you're right I've never heard of the term carbon negative or climate positive either one so I think that's really cool and you know again with the community you're building you're getting that that project out there that idea out there and hopefully more people start doing it so i think with everything that you're doing one i love that it's all interconnected and it's about community but that you're teaching people and you're encouraging sustainability and these messages that you guys are that are the core values of your companies and i think that's it's incredible there's not really another i mean i'm sure there's another oh, like 
synonyms, but like, it's just, that's the best way to put it. It's so, so cool that you do that. And I've never been to Canada, but one day I would love to come to Montreal and, or whenever Absolutely. you're in the U.S., whenever you're, you bring Hinter to the U.S. and come stay at one of your um, places and check it out. And I just think the designs are so beautiful. And I, I love looking it up on Instagram and like seeing what you guys are doing. Oh, thank I think it's cute. I so hope we cool. can host you someday. That would be amazing. That would be so cool. Yeah. So, and then you also love to travel. You and your husband travel a lot. You guys were recently in Europe for like a few months. I remember we were talking about this. In yeah. The but I was so <laughs> jealous. Um, and I need to get all your recs because I'm planning to be going to Europe in August for a month. I need to like ask you for it. Like, everything you guys did but how did you and your husband meet and you know that relationship how has it like you guys work together your business partners your life partners like how did balancing it all out work and then getting to go on these incredible vacations I'm sure you unplug as much as possible or they're for work trips but how did how did you and Mauricio meet so we met technically I always start with technically over Bumble um just because it's like there there's obviously so much more to you know like there's so much more to it um but yes we met on an app and we met um it was Bumble and it was a pretty crazy story I was I was about to like leave Montreal for a year and I was gonna go move to Israel to teach English <laughs> like I was I had given up my apartment I had I didn't book the flight yet but like I had been accepted into a program I had like everything was like it not in stone but it was lined up for that honestly I went on Bumble because I'm like you know what I'm gonna leave in September it's the summer let me just like have some fun before going away and I wanted to just like experience being like single in the summer before leaving so I went on Bumble and like four days later connected with Mauricio and it was just it was it was instantaneous like I'm not trying to sound cheesy it probably does sound cheesy but it was literally like the second we laid eyes on each other in person it was like it was like it was like safe it was home I I can't explain it it wasn't you know like I've heard about people talk about love in so many different ways and meeting the right person in so many different ways and I think that my whole life Um, I had a really good example. My parents are still together. They're like the cutest couple ever. And I didn't, but I don't think I fully understood how love would work for me. I thought that when you meet the person that's for you, you're like, your heart is like pounding. You like can't breathe. You're so nervous. You're jittery, like trip everywhere. I'm very clumsy. Maybe I'm speaking about myself, but like, I'm very clumsy. Like almost like, yeah, yeah. Like, like almost like, like surreal, but I was so wrong, at least for me, obviously there's not only one definition of love, but in my case, for the first time in my life at 29 years old, when I met Mauricio, I was like completely calm and safe. And I felt like I finally found my home. Like I just found this like comforting feeling. It's very weird, but I have never stopped feeling that since obviously. And so we like literally the next day we went for dinner like 24 hours after meeting we went for dinner and he was like obviously I'm not not telling you not to go to Israel but like if you don't go that would also be cool and I was like yeah I'm not going like like, this is that is done like I am not waiting a year to start this with you like I'm like no um and that you know yeah and like look some people would choose the like year away over the guy and that is also cool 
But in my heart, like, I just knew this was my person. And I was like, I want it now. Like, I want this. Yeah, no. And I think something that I've heard you talk about on other podcasts before Mm -hmm. is that, you know, and you mentioned earlier, like you broke off an engagement a couple months prior to meeting him. And that set off this ripple effect in your life. Like, and you're 20, you were 29. Like, you, you knew, like, you knew who you were. You had had the opportunity to figure out who you were, what you wanted. And you meet this person who makes you feel safe. Like, I, I mean, it sounds crazy, but I probably, I wouldn't do it at this point in my life if that happened. But if I was in the place in your life that that, ha- that happened or similar, I probably would also be like, okay, I'm not going to go on this adventure. Like, I'm going to explore where this is going because Israel will always be there. That program will always be there, but the opportunity might not be. And you want to foster that opportunity, that relationship. So I think, you know, I probably would have done the same thing. And I think that's really, it just, it speaks volumes of who he is. And I mean, we're hearing about in turn, all the amazing ideas that he has and what you guys are building together. And it just, it's, I, that's incredible. I, does he have friends? Hi. Um, introduce me but (laughs) but just I think it's really cool and I just yeah how have you guys you know you're building you know very early into the relationship you guys start building Hinter how how is it working together yeah absolutely I mean like less than a year of our into our relationship I we started like creating Hinter as a brand and then a year into our relationship is when I fully left teaching and I like took it on full-time definitely there was there was good and bad. Like there was challenges also like, how do we navigate this? Like we're a couple, but we're also like coworkers, partners, like, you know, um, how do we talk to each other when we're working? How do we talk to each other when we're not working? When do we stop working? When do we stop talking about work? And like, the answer is it's harder than you think. Like sometimes it's yeah. nine 30 at night and you're chilling on the couch, watching, binging Netflix. And like, someone has a thought and you start talking about work and then maybe the other person is like no not right now like you know like but it's there's there's a lot of challenges involved I think a huge thing that has helped us is like a communication b the fact that we have like mostly different roles within the company and yeah I mean c communication again like it's just like literally we've we've had our times where we have to like sit down and like have meetings Uh, we have meetings like twice a week um, for for work but then sometimes we literally have a meeting about like okay something's not working like how do we make this better like you know and one can ripple into the other so you have to be super communicative if you're going to work with your partner and I don't recommend it for everyone for us it does work I have to say it's hard but it works yeah because you guys have the same vision like you guys have a vision together and it takes both of you to make it work I think that's a good point too that yeah it's not for everyone and I think you have to really like think of why are you doing it together like do you need to be doing it together one could maybe one person just need could be silent like a silent partner or just like be there in a supporting role but doesn't need to be a part of it so think that that's yeah we're both we're both so passionate about it that like I don't think I don't like that's something that we've even talked about at certain times like you know is this sustainable long term? Should we keep doing this? And like, I I can't see myself not being involved in Hinder, you know. So like, that's kind of yeah. come to our we've we've come to our answers in a sense because we're like, no no no, like we both love this, we want to do it, we're inspired by it, so we keep going. Yeah, and I, and you have your own thing. You have Bloom class, you know, that is your exactly. baby, and Hinder's your thing together, and he might have his own thing, and you know, 
but like you said, like you know, having the communication of like, do we want to still do this? I think is so, so, so important. We hear that all the time. Communication is like, is key. It's the most important thing. And it really is. And this is a perfect example of how, how important that really can be. So I want to talk a little bit more about how, what we were talking about earlier, just, you know, leaving a relationship that's not the best for you and it setting off that ripple effect and you're, you figure out who you are, what you want. And you met your husband at 29. That's, you know, when we're growing up in the fairy tales and every, you know, that's not the picture that we see our parents. Oh no, no, no. I thought I was going to be 20 and like meet someone and then like 22 have be married and like 24 have children. (laughs) Yeah. I never wanted it to be that young because my parents were 15 and 17 when they met and they're also still together. But I knew, you know, I always said when I graduate law school then, and like, I'm graduating now and I'm like, well, still not happening. And like, no, not yet, not yet. I'm like, now I'm starting, you know, like that, like it discouraged now me starting it. Yeah. to kick in and like, I'm on dating apps and I'm, you know, I'm trying and I met someone recently and it didn't work out and like it, it hurt a little bit, but you know, we're, we're back and we're, we're moving forward. But just like for you, you were engaged to somebody and, oh, you yeah. know, and then 10 months later, your life complete, well, once you broke it off, your life completely changed. And 10 months later, you meet the, the person for you. So I, I don't even know what the question is. It's really just like, you know, what advice do you have for someone? Like for you, it set off the, the journey to discover who you are and what you wanted and to come into your own. Nowadays, at least for me, there's a like a movement, you know, of like being that, doing that work while you're single. So when the opportunity does come, you are ready for it. And that's kind of where I'm at. You know, I used to pine for all of that, but I hadn't done the work. And now I am doing the work and I've come a very long way and I've evolved so, so much in the last few years. And, you know, if that person comes into my life right now, I, you know, I am open to it because I, I know who I am. I know what I want. I know what I deserve. So for someone who, you know, is in that stage, like where you were in those 10 months in between, what advice do you have for someone? You know, first, I want to just say that I, I, I know before we started recording, you mentioned your age, you said you're 24. And like, just FYI to you listener and, and to you, Kayla, actually, because I don't think I mentioned, I'm about to turn 33. So just to give you like the scope of where I'm at. And I wish, I mean, I don't wish anything cha- is different, because I'm so happy that like, like everything happened to get me to where I am today. So that's everything okay. happens but, for a reason. I'm a firm believer that everything truly does happen for a reason. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I believe that like we go through what we have to go through in order to in order to get to where we want to be. If that makes sense. Yeah. But I do wish still in a in a way that 24-year-old Emily knew like what 24-year-olds know now. Like there is such a difference. I mean, we're looking at, at nine years, right? So like nine years ago, the world was not talking about self-love and self-care and there was no TikTok. There was barely Instagram. You know what I mean? Like there was, there was no podcasts were barely a thing, um, if at all. And I'll be honest, I didn't read the right things. I read like, you know, novels and stuff. I didn't, there were like, I wasn't reading books on like how to better your life and like anything like that. So 24-year-old Emily, all I had was an example of what I saw. My parents met when they were teenagers and got married in their early 20s. My sister met when she was a teenager with her husband, 
got married in her early 20s. My best friend, same thing. That's what I saw. And I kind of felt like that was the only way it could be. And that's what it should be. And that was the narrative that like I believed in. So I was so desperately trying to make the puzzle pieces fit. I was trying to find the right guy since I was like 18, you know, and like getting my heart broken or like breaking up with guys because like they weren't for me or like both, you know, and it was just like one after the other after the other. I had so many boyfriends. Like I'm not going to lie. I had a lot of boyfriends. And then when I was 25, I ended up meeting the wrong guy, but it was quote unquote the right time or even too late according to my timeline. And he fit like a tiny, like maybe one check mark out of 10. So I was like, all right, this is it. <laughs> so like, yeah. This is the guy I'm going to marry. I'm going to settle down with. Yeah, this is it. I'm 25. This is it. So I convinced myself and, you know, moved in with him. And then one thing led to another. And then I just like, things were toxic from the beginning. I would say as soon as six months in, and then a year in, it was like really bad, like really bad things were happening things like shitty things were being said toxic environment with the family everything it was just awful um but I thought I was too late I thought I was like I can't I can't get out of this now you know it's I've given all this energy I've given all this time and like no I'm gonna keep going so then get engaged I say yes in the moment ah like I don't know what else to say um and three weeks of being engaged in I'm like I mean, there were some like eruptions of things that happened that kind of made it really clear, but I was just like, no, 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 no. Like, this is not what I signed up for. This is not the life I deserve. This is not the life I want. I got lost somewhere along the way in that. And I kind of like lost sight of everything. And I completely woke up. It was like, it's like I was in a coma. I swear to you. Like I was in a coma. No, I, and I, was just I know exactly what you mean, because for you, you know, you put, you allowed the situation to happen because you you felt that that was the best that you could get at the time I've been yep. very lucky that I have ne- I've never had to settle because I've I've always I've always had a very strong personality and I don't have a long list of boyfriends because I don't even allow them to get there either I self-sabotage or I don't even like I just don't let myself even I, I don't guys don't come to me like it just doesn't happen that way for me it's never been I've never been in a lot of relationships or you know been put in that position to even settle which I'm very grateful for because I know sometimes getting out of it is harder yeah for me it's been just that because I'm so self-aware and self-assured and I know who I am and I know what I want I I just like I keep blazing forward and I like let everything that's not for me just like pass me like just go away but then I'm also missing out on like good moments. So, you know, it goes both ways, but yeah, that's true. Like, you know, you had this spirit, this awakening, you know, for me, it happened oh, yeah. on all, completely on my own too. Like for you, like there was eruptions, but like, this was something like in you, like your heart, your mind, like your body was telling you like, I can't do this anymore. For yes. me, it happened. I love that you talk about your body. For me, yeah. it's, like, it's, it's like, there's, there's like, it's a visceral like body, reaction right? like yeah like, yeah no it's something like in you that just happens and it happened for me with the podcast but it's also happened to me once I stepped into doing the podcast 
I've had like this journey of the last few months, so many just revelations and like reflections. And like, I used to not even trust myself, like up until a few months ago, I didn't trust myself to fall in love. And I, I was blaming all the wrong things on why I wasn't meeting people. And the problem was me. And now I know that. And I had this true, like, and I've been on a self-reflection journey for a few months already. I'd been in therapy because traumatic relationships and I was working on myself, but it wasn't truly until it was just me on my own. One day I woke up and I was like, this is it. Like, this is what the problem was. It wasn't somebody else. It was me. So I think, you know, for you, it, it, it happened in such a similar way. You know, you had all these eruptions and there were things going on in my life, you know, situations going on, but it, it just, it was you one day it clicked and you're like, I can't do this anymore. And I need to That's get it. out. Yeah. And I think that's, it's, it's not so, always like, it, it's, yeah, so special. Sorry. It, it, it's not always um, like a specific event. Sometimes it is, sometimes it isn't, but yeah, it's so special. Like you said, like there's this fire in us. And like, if you've read Untamed by Glennon Doyle, which I haven't, but I ever, um, I she's you. always, you have to, oh my God. It, it, she talks and I think you even said that earlier. Um, like you have this, thing inside of you and you know you know when something's right for you or when it's wrong for you and you asked me like what advice I would give well it's to listen to that knowing and to understand that like our knowing knows better than the voice in our head funny enough like there's a there's a feeling that's stronger than the voice and also what we know is right for us or wrong for us it's not it's not stagnant like it's something that can change with time it's something might be right for you for you know a friend take a friend forget even a romantic relationship maybe you have a friendship that is so right for you through high school maybe even through college and then maybe you know in your mid-20s it's not right for you anymore maybe it's toxic maybe it's just not fulfilling you maybe maybe that relationship is one-sided whatever it is it's okay to let go of something and move on and say this is not serving me and I'm not showing up as my best self because of this person or this job or this experience. And I think that that's the biggest advice I would give anyone listening who is going through something similar. It's like, listen to your intuition and understand that it's okay if what you need changes with time. That is totally normal. I love that. And it's one of my biggest lessons of 2021 was listening to my intuition to my gut feeling and listening to my body and just being more in tune with, you know, I, I learned that like, I, I suffer from depression and anxiety and I still, I'm not hundred percent sure what my depression is trying to teach me, but nine times out of 10, if I'm having a really bad anxious period, there's, there's three things that are happening. I need to slow down, you know, something's not right for me, or I should pursue something. Like those are the three things that are yeah, happening. Well, anxiety is energy right like it's yeah. essentially it is energy in your body and yeah it's telling you something and it's like what do you do with it that's the question do you like start stressing more about the anxiety like no <laughs> that's, yeah. that's the problem right like but if you actually say like yeah what is it telling me what is it leading me to maybe it's like to slow down maybe you need a nap you know, like sometimes it's a lot of times, like a lot of times it's that, that I just need to like take a breather and like relax and it's gonna be okay. Yeah, like exactly. But I just, so the last venture that you have 
in that we know of, there's probably a million one going on in the background, but you have a podcast, Finding Your Wave, which I love the name. And you talk Thank about you. entrepreneurship, you talk about personal growth, you know, the ups and downs of life, the waves of life, like you call it, and being sustainable, because that's a big passion for you and your husband and Inter and Bloom Class. It's all, it's, it's, all again it goes together the podcast is very recent for you as well it's similar to me you started a few months before Mm -hmm. mine like why did you start a podcast like when did that idea come to you like you know how does it fit it they're all interconnected but how does it fit into the bigger picture for you yeah I mean funny enough I think so much of what I do is actually not interconnected (laughs) like much like I think the sustainability part and the entrepreneurship part does connect them But yeah, I mean, like education and then like hospitality and then our podcasts are totally different. But I think that like the truth is we're all so multifaceted. There's so many parts of us. And we, I think like, you know, especially since like the whole age of like personal brands and like, who are you and what box do you fit into? And sometimes it can become dangerous because we also have to realize like we're a lot of things. And I hate the the boxes (laughs) like so, so much. I'm glad you said that, that like, you know, we are multifaceted and we're allowed to be, and we shouldn't be put in the box. And like the whole, like you have to niche down and you have to build your personal brand. Like I, I, I struggle with that so much because it's like, I know, you know, like you said, like, you don't think that they're interconnected and in a way they're not. And it's similar to, to me, like there's, there's underlying themes that all that are the, the, the line that the thread that like connects them all, but they are different. Yeah, it's similar to me, like everything I'm doing on the surface, you're like, you're doing 500 million things. And I am, but there's a reason why I'm doing it all. Which is why I said, how does the podcast fit into everything else that you're doing? Because yeah, we shouldn't have to be put into these boxes. I think that's a whole podcast episode in and of itself. But just like, I'm so tired of these ideas of boxes. Like I wrote a whole paper for school this semester on Legally Blondes because Elle Woods is like, (laughs) <laughs> the original it's so stupid but so true she's the original like multifaceted like you can do you can like different things that don't go together and you can still make it work and it can still be this incredible you can thing. be a lawyer and wear pink like <laughs> yeah like what what a concept exactly I hate pink but it's just really funny <laughs> that... <laughs> I I know and great movie by the way um but Basically, like all that to say, I think that we're so many things. And I also think that what's something that's really important that we don't talk about enough is like the, the waves of life. Okay. Like there's such waves. It goes up, it goes down, it goes up, it goes down, sometimes in tandem, right? One wave is going up, one's going down. And that is how I see life. And yeah, I overcame a lot of big waves, right? Like rougher waves, like being in the with the wrong person or like a change of career. Um, I also had some like smooth sailing into like some good things. And then life keeps changing and evolving. And I think that sometimes even like when I talk on podcasts like this, sometimes people are kind of like, wow, so you went through all this and then now you're like in the best place ever. And I mean, that's beautiful and everything, but I don't see it as linear. Like that's not how it is. It's there's, there's so much more to it. I mean, cool, I might be in a good place for a few months, but there might be certain things that then swoop down again or come crashing down and whether that's in business, in your personal life. So I I felt like I had to talk about that. I, you know, I can be going through great things and very hard things all at the same time. 
some things I might talk about, some things I might not talk about. And I think that is, that like defines what all of us humans are doing, right? We're all existing. We're all trying to survive. <laughs> we're, we're sometimes thriving, sometimes surviving. And we can be experiencing all of those things at once. And it's not just linear. Like, oh, I was here and now I'm here. It's so much. So I was like, you know what? I want to talk about this. I want to talk to different humans from different places, different um, genders, different cultural backgrounds, different races, you know, and talk about hardships they've been through or a big change they've, you know, maybe they've overcome something. Maybe they're currently navigating something um so they're essentially just like conversations and I really love it like like you said you really thrive during the podcast and I really really love having meaningful conversations with others yeah no same here and and the reason we had similar reasons for starting them you're having you know you want to talk about all these things and you're going through these waves of life and you're like we should be talking about this more and that's that's where it started for me as well and getting to have these conversations with you and other people again all walks of life all phases of life doing all these different things but you're learning about what they are doing but you're also for yourself you're like it like by reverse osmosis it's helping you too and like you're you're oh my god pot my podcast was like therapy for me mine too <laughs> It's literally this, like this conversation totally. that we're having right now. But absolutely, it's total, it's total therapy. I mean, you get to talk to another human for 30 to 45 minutes and about something like, you know, in depth. And then other people can benefit from it too, you know, like other people can can learn something or get inspired or feel like they're not alone. I mean, you know, it's <laughs> it's win-win all around. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I wish we could talk for hours because there's just, I literally have a whole note of things that we could talk about. Like, and that's why, and that's why I wanted to, even though I asked like multiple questions a few times, it was just to get as much out as we could in such a short amount of time, because there's so many amazing things that you're doing. And, you know, one day when I have a child in the future, bloom class, like what you're doing with that is just so incredible because not all students learn the same and that's something I I've always known that for myself but just I really I talk a lot about on my platforms how the law school system the way that it's built isn't really conducive to anybody honestly anybody but it's for a very specific type of person and I am not that person and that's why on the outside I look like I'm a horrible law student and I'm failing but I'm not I just that's not you know there's more for me out there than that and so I think it's really special what you're doing with the education the with the you know the extracurriculars that you do and all the education and other ways that you you teach and learn and foster all these valuable core like lessons in children from the very beginning and I just think I I would love to do bloom class in the future but just like everything you do hint her to just thank you you know there's so many great things that you're doing and I'm really happy that we got to have this conversation and I can't wait to see what you guys do next and the next vacation that you go on and copy your vacation later um because they just look so incredible <laughs> so just to be just to be super transparent like 
they're not vacations. I mean, part of it is, but like a lot of it is like, you know, we're working from other locations. I wish, I mean, maybe one day I'll be able to take a nine week vacation (laughs) because I was recently in Europe for nine weeks, but no, like most of it is we're working from abroad, but totally, totally grateful that I have that privilege, of course. Yeah. No, I, and I know, I knew you were working, but just the fact that you're working from somewhere else (laughs) is just like, that's goals. Like, oh, I, it's a game changer. Yeah. I'm so excited that, you know, the pandemic helped, you know, school go remote or and work go remote because I got to come home for a lot of the school year, um, which I was very happy about and do school from here. Um, or now, like, I'm potentially going to go into a practice where it's fully remote and I can do that from anywhere. And it's just, I am... I don't know if you're very into astrology, but I'm a Sagittarius. I don't like being tied down and I'm very impulsive and I love to travel. And I'm just like, I don't want to sit still in one place for too long. Like I, I picked the wrong profession. Ended up being fine because I've been able to evolve it, but law was truly not a good profession for me in that sense. So it's just funny that- Yeah, I mean, it sounds it sounds like you're you're much more suited for like something more creative. That's, that's yeah. what I'm getting from you that's recent development even for myself like it shocks me that I am as creative as I am I never would have thought that growing up I was very serious I was very intense I had a lot going on and I just I was really really in my head and I just I it wasn't up until truly COVID being in law school during COVID where I literally would not leave four walls and I had to kind of entertain myself and like I got really into social media and connecting with people and like all these ideas started coming to me and then the podcast and putting those together really has allowed me to step into my creative side and you know I I plan to do my bar trip in Europe for a month and you know I'll be working for like my social media stuff and like my the company I work for I'll be doing that but I'll I'll still be you know traveling because that's something that's really important to me um so I I love that you you get to you get to do that too. Like you're enjoying where you are, but you also are, you know, working and you're getting value out of it in other ways as well. And I think that's so important. And I'm just really glad that the world hopefully continues to open up, but just the, the, the work world that we're in is allowing us to do that a lot more often. I, I agree because you know what, like, I think the mentality in our society for so long was like, especially in North America, it was like hustle, 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 so that you can have two weeks of bliss a year and then repeat. And it's kind of like, maybe you can enjoy your everyday to a certain extent. Like maybe it doesn't, even if you can't travel, like whether it's working from home or like actually liking your workplace, you know, like that doesn't have to be like hustle for 50 weeks, relax for two. Yeah. Maybe there's some sort of hybrid. <laughs> yeah, I hate the, like, I'm glad you said that in North America. I didn't know if it was in Canada as bad as it is in the US, but the whole work to live, live to work, like, the, you know, Europe is very yeah. much work to live and here it's live to work. And I hate that mentality because I don't want my work to be my whole life. There's, yeah, I mean, I, I'm going to work a significant portion of my life and I'm going to sleep another significant portion of my life, but I want it that other third I want to be doing something fun and I want to enjoy it first and I hate that absolutely you have to because this whole thing that we're doing this like every day right the minutes that go by the hours the days the weeks 
months, years, it's your life. <laughs> like that's yeah. all you have. And yeah. you want to, like there's minutes that we have and then there's moments. And sometimes when we're lucky, like the minutes become moments, yeah. things that you'll actually remember, things that are memory makers. And they can't all be moments. A lot of them should be. So that's I love kind that. of the trick. How I've do never, we do that? How do we enjoy that? I've never heard that before, minutes and moments. And I think I love that. Honestly, I'm going to steal that because that's really, I like the way that you put that. But <laughs> I, to be honest, I heard it on, I heard it on Glennon Doyle's podcast, We Can Do Hard Things. She's the author of Untamed. And she was talking to, I think her name's Kate Fowler, um, an author. Um, and she said that whole thing about minutes and moments. And I was like, ding, ding, ding. I love that. So no, I can't claim it as mine, but just spreading it around like butter. Yeah, no, that's, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you are. Cause I think that's such a great way to put it. And it's true. And one of my words for 2022 is presence, because like I said, I'm very impulsive and I'm very go, go, go. And my anxiety flares up because I'm so like, I have a million things going on. I want to do all these things, but it's usually because like, I need to slow down and I need to learn to be more present and in the moment. So, you know, instead of letting the minutes pass me by, I'm like, I remember, I'm, I'm a skim reader. It's really bad, but I will literally skip half of the page to get done faster so I can read more. And then I'm missing, like I, I'm getting the surface level, but I don't really, I'm missing a lot of it. And I catch myself doing that every day. And I'm like, breathe, like just, you have time to sit and read yeah. it, enjoy what you're reading, be more present in the moment. So I love that you say that, like, I'm trying to just get through the minutes and I'm not enjoying what I'm doing, you know, good or bad. If I, it's a good thing or a bad thing, you know, whatever, but I'm not enjoying it. So I think that's such a beautiful thing. And I think it's such a great place to end. Um, like I said, we can keep going for hours, but I, I know you're very busy <laughs> and the internet is probably going to give out any minute now. So thank you so much, Emily, <laughs> for joining me. I cannot wait to see what else you do and hopefully one day meet you and come and stay at Hinter. And where can everyone find you? Where can everyone find Hinter? Well, thank you so much, Kayla, for having me. Really appreciate this conversation. And I hope that for those listening, they gain some value in, in some way or another because we, we covered so many different cool topics. Well, you can find me on my personal Instagram and I'm, I'm like new to TikTok, but I'm really feeling TikTok these days. So both platforms, um, I'm at Emily Padan and my last name is P-A-D-A-N. And on both platforms, I talk a lot about like slow living, sustainability, and, you know, a lot of transparency too. Um, try to like be real. And you can follow along with Hinter on Instagram at Hinter Company. You can also follow Bloom uh, if you're a parent and or, or maybe like a prospective educator. Who knows? Um, it's uh, at bloom.class. And I, I would say let's start with that. I don't, don't want to over, I don't want to bombard you with too many other uh, places to check in with me, but feel free to send me a DM if like something resonated in this episode. I would love to chat. Wasn't this episode such a good one? I truly have the warm and fuzzies after listening back to that, and I hope you guys love this episode just as much as I did. Me and Emily are in the DMs right now as I'm editing and recording this outro, just chatting about how much we are so excited for you guys to listen to it, and I I truly hope you guys took something away from this episode because I really did, and it was a conversation I needed to have at the time that I had it, and I needed to listen to it 
at the time that it goes live. So that's really crazy how things work out, but everything truly does happen for a reason. And so yeah, go check out Emily. I'll link all her socials and hint her and everything that she's up to in the show notes as always. Please go check her out. Please follow us at the Let's Get Candid podcast on Instagram and TikTok. And please share with a friend, leave a rating and review, tag us if you're listening and you share on stories, share with a friend, leave a rating and review. It's the best way to grow the show and it truly does mean so much to me, all of the support I've gotten on the podcast, on my own platforms and just sharing my life online with you guys. It really does mean absolutely everything to me and I can't wait for all the amazing conversations to come, but this one was truly a highlight of my January and a highlight of the podcast so far. So thank you guys so, so much for listening and I'll talk to you guys next week.